Yeah, 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 yeah. This is how you feel about them? You're edging. You're tearing. Holy shit. Holy shit. They're back. 100%. This is a new Blink-182 edging. Edging. Man, can I just explain the past week for a second? The the voice. Yeah, that voice, man. I I, uh, was heading back to my studio on a Friday. And I get a text from my buddy saying, yo, Tom's back in Blink. Tom's back. Tom's back. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? No way. And so I look, and like keep in mind, seven years has gone by since yeah. anything to do with Tom and Blink. <laughs> and so out of nowhere, I was like, "Holy shit!" So I look it up, and there was like loose like reports. And now I've got all my Blink memorabilia. Out. Yeah, shits out. And uh, then they announce a tour. Officially announced he's back in the band and like launched this song. Like Blink Way Two is back in full force. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the tour is like impossible to get friggin' tickets for. I saw, but then they just released a new Toronto date. They did. Damn. It's still, it's and almost you're going sold to out. Dallas. You're going to go and I'm doing, to Dallas. And I'm doing both Torontos and Dallas. Oof. Because I'm a little bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All, all, all the white little kids were like, yo, Tom's back. It was insane, they man. They taking their skateboards back home yeah. and shit. Greasing up the wheels. Yeah. I do have to say, like, it is <clears throat> a little nerve-wracking. Okay, so this band, <clears throat> this band's broken up twice mm. with him. Okay? He's back again, which well, is why, awesome. Why do you break up Angels anyways? The first time was, uh, he... He wanted to take time off. Cute. No, or the rest of the band wanted to take time off, and he wanted to keep going, so he made Angels and Airwaves, uh, which was a very apparently like messy breakup. True. That was the first one. Then he came back, and that one was also messy. So it's just it's been like a very like tumultuous. Who, who's the other guy in uh, in Blink Twenty Two? Mark Coppice and Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Travis Barker's a Kardashian little. Yeah, yeah. He's little been fuck boy. he's been the the backbone the whole time. Well, yeah. not the whole time, but anyways, it was just one of these things where. Like, it was just wild, man. Yeah. Their trailer for coming back was pretty good. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, shared yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it was you. <laughs> I'm coming. I've tried to get them to come this whole thing. Yeah. It's just so, I'm just so hyped. Yeah. It was just such a wild thing. Um, This is like, literally, it's like a number, it's like God tier. For me. Like, yeah, like yeah. for me. Because I've got all this Blink stuff in my house. I've always had it. Even mm-hmm. when they were broken up, whatever. I've always supported and loved this band. And so I, I get it when people see you post this shit, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but, but I no, I think people do care, man. People do care about people getting passionate about shit. I think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I hope so. Right, no, for sure. No one's like, ah, fuck this guy's passion. No, and if they do, then there's more to it. Like that's more like jealousy. Yeah. If somebody does something well, and you're just like, ah, fuck that guy. Do you ever see your story analytics, and you're like, what the fuck? People nexted this shit. Oh, I never look at those. Do you oh, look at that shit? Yeah, man, that's more detailed than what I look. at. I don't look at the. I next. don't even know what my Instagram is. I think it's like an. It's, Right now, a grocery store or something, but it still gives you like analytics of like mm. who yeah, saved yeah, your yeah. shit, who nexted your I shit. I automatically just assume everyone that saw it watched the whole thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is like not the case at all. Because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. seen those numbers before, and it's like majority. Yo, just, Dan posted. Dan posted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta see what he posted again. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I also got to meet The Rock. Yes, which was wild. So for Black Adam. For Black Adam, I got invited to the premiere, and uh, there, like, a part of it was like I got to get a photo with him. With, from Warner Brothers, right? And so... Talk your shit, Dad. Talk it's your just, shit, It's Dad. just so frustrating because I have video... Actually, I have video footage of that moment happening. Yeah. So we go into the special room where he's at and I'm supposed to get a photo. Is he and a fridge? How big is he? He's my height, man. What? Yeah, he's like 6'1". Oh. Yeah, he's not... Uh, like in movies, make him look like he's fucking eight feet tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's built like a uh, concrete I, wall. I've just, never... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pillar. 
a pillar. I've never. This sounds so like no, yeah. You anyway, like you say, he he's just rock hard, man. <laughs> yeah, he's just rock hard everywhere. <laughs> I swear to God, like the name the Rock for him is so fitting because I I put my arm around him for a photo and I felt his left trap <laughs> with your left finger, with my left hand. So yeah, like yeah. the whole time I was watching the movie, I'm like, yo, I touched that trap. It was really weird. I get it, but like, but the way you do it, like in your own body language, he's like flicking his like middle finger and the ring finger oh, on his trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. Like that. Fingering his traps. It was just oh, so I felt it. It's like the average human has squishy parts. Most yeah. of us, if you poke any part of your body, it's 100%. squishy. It's all squished. Like even somehow your kneecap is like slightly yeah, squishy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rock's trap, no lie. If you go outside right now and poke the road, it's like it's, that. It's it's solid. It's like a skull. There's no give. It's like a bone, man. It's like he removed his muscle trap and put a bone. <sighs> Apparently he has a um, uh, my friend was telling me this. Uh, he has like a, a mobile gym that goes everywhere yes, he goes. Yeah, yeah, Crazy. A hundred percent. Even when I saw him there, I'm like, he had like the veins popping on his biceps. I'm like, come on, man. There's no way you're not juiced up like right Is right his now. smile as charming as it looks? Hell yeah. Oh. I wanted to vote for him for president then and there. Charming well. Just, the thing about him is that he's so professional. I've I've been in like the social media and even like the me- traditional media world mm. for a number of years. I've got to do interviews and meet so many like interesting people. And seeing him do the red carpet, or at the, in this case, it was a gold carpet, um, was inspiring. This guy did every news outlet, boom, 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 laughing. And he was there for like, I don't know, man, like it must have been there two hours. Damn. And he just crushed it. And then after that, he goes to a Leaf game and does this whole thing. Like his ability to be on and the rock yes. was impressive. The he guy is, his is own character. professional as shit. Love it. 100%. I have a question for you. Yeah. Because uh, we just we just came back from breakfast, Dan and I. Yeah, we uh, did. Why do white people love white breakfast so much? You guys will do anything for three eggs and a, and a, and a Texas toast. Yeah. Why Why is that? Um, why do you guys like pea meal bacon so much? It's just so good. Like, eggs are just good. I know. We all is like that a, eggs. Is that, is that a white like, thing? I got to say, like... Is that a white person thing? No, eggs, no. Like, don't eggs you like, is like a whole world thing. Hold on, isn't, I love bread, oh, isn't bread a whole world thing too? Yeah, yeah, bread is a whole world okay. thing too. But, you know, there's different variations of bread. There's mm. different variations of, of things. But I just, is is the North American breakfast top five breakfast in the world? No chance. Not even top ten. Man, so many of the breakfasts are similar though. No. Yeah, you're just getting Mexican buried. breakfast is not the same. So much Man, I feel like I'll shit myself. Well, that's your that that's that. Maybe that's why you guys go for white breakfast. Yeah, it, it's, it's reli- like we know what our stomachs will handle. Man, you ordered hot sauce today, and I was so proud. I was like, "Okay, Dan." Yeah, yes. I didn't use any of it. Did you no, see you, that? <laughs> it stayed fully I, I in the cup. You, really? I didn't know you. Didn't yeah, yeah, it. I shouldn't have said anything. Damn. I, um, I know I do like my hot sauce occasionally, but like, I don't. Here's a hot take: breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. Oh, I love it. Is it yours? Yes, but this is this is the weird thing. It's like. You're talking about like a Denny's breakfast. You're talking about like no. Two I, eggs, I will agree. Pancakes. I think the best breakfast I ever had was in um, Tel Aviv. Oof, at a hotel. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just gonna say Tel Aviv is Middle Eastern. We're <laughs> claiming it as Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah. You know, just for the Arabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's why I said yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, what I do on that plane too, bro. Yeah. In general, <laughs> in general, like that whole place had phenomenal breakfast, fresh, but the worst toilet paper. Oh, really? Holy shit! When when I went to the Middle East, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you can say Tel Aviv, man. You can say Israel. It's fine. It, I, I I'm trying to think where I went. Like just in general, my ass was raw <sighs> from the toilet paper, and then on top of that, they throw you into the Dead Sea <laughs> with the salt, and that stuff is like, yo, 
the salt of the Dead Sea, like any little micro scratch you have in your body, even your balls burn. Right? Like, you know what's funny about guys? Okay, so every dude on this trip that went in, because yeah. I walked in, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little sting yeah. to the nuts. I'm like, what the hell? Sizzle. And then every dude <laughs> I watched to see if it was just me, you see them get in, they're like, oh, oh. ah, wow. And they not blame because it, it's cold, not no, because it's hot. But they blame it on the temperature. And so I get home, my buddy, uh, he's like, yo, did you go in the Dead Sea? I was like, yeah. He's like, your balls sting? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this a thing? And I guess it is a thing. It's just from like wear and tear or some shit, you know? Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> anyways. Uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, okay, so today we're going to do, I'm going to ask you some controversial questions or debates. You're going to ask us. Uh, us. Yeah, I'll answer them as well. Yeah. Uh, the the first one we could start with, just right off the top, yeah. is White Breakfast sucks. No, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. Okay. It's uh, this, this thing on Netflix has somewhat glamorized him. Mm-hmm. Yo, serial killers always get glamorized, by the way. But, but it's I I agree with the, the backlash. Like a lot of people are not allowing the costumes in schools, which I get. You agree with not allowing people to dress up as JD? Absolutely. The guy. Why would you? celebrate Halloween by dressing up as a serial killer I don't know man I think I think you guys all forgot the meaning of Halloween you dress up as people that are scary and shit you know not glamorizing no mythical creatures absolutely no not mythical you're not dressing up as unicorns you're dressing up as you know like shit that kills you know like the scream guy uh, uh, fake exorcist girl fake <laughs> keep going um, <laughs> I dressed up as Saddam Hussein one time at the Saddam Hussein mask yeah and how did that go um, it went well. It was in high school. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do the pictures and still exist? One time people dressed up as Obama. That was... Oh, yeah, but that's... Remember when Obama Obama's was like... Big? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but Jeffrey Dahmer ruined so many lives, not just the ones he killed, but everyone surrounding it. I just saw the first episode, and to me, he hasn't killed anyone yet. Oh, it's so fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucked. Um, He's, yeah, 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 whatever. He eats people and shit. Like, I just don't get, like, why... Like, his glasses from jail just got auctioned off. For like oh. like one hundred fifty thousand or two hundred thousand yeah. dollars, why would somebody want that, bro? Uh, serial killers, I'm s- like, yeah, sorry, serial killers are very loved, especially women. There's a lot of women that single women. No, no, no. Women but, but what, what I think, what I think the disconnect there is, I think they love the fame. Fame is so damn like tantalizing to some people. You think they like their fame? Absolutely. So with it's him, the bad boy image. That's that's more than bad boy, man. That's that's he's more he's more likely to kill you and eat you than anything. That's uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's not a did bad he, boy. Did he only he's, kill guys? Yeah, nice. Yeah, mostly gay guys of color. True. It, 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 watch the show; it's fucked up. Like I've got zero sympathy for him, zero respect for him. Yeah, but they're not giving him respect. They're not giving. Oh, oh, maybe some people are watching the but, show, but they're not giving him sympathy by wearing a mask or whatever the hell they're wearing. They're absolutely they're promoting him. Yeah, but that's like saying like Netflix promotes him. They're not really promoting the guy. They're just absolutely they are. No, I mean they are promoting him, but like they're not like glorifying him by making a documentary. In this particular one, they didn't sympathize too, too much with him. There was one episode that I felt they did in a way. Good. They explained uh, his backstory as to why he became who he became. Nice. Which I think is important. important to the story. Yes. Because to have somebody do such horrific things to people, you're like, what the fuck? Like, like, and claiming to not be insane too, which is what he did. So, yeah. Uh, so, if someone dresses up that you know as JD for Halloween, y- you're willing to cancel. 
Not cancel. No, I, I'm not willing to cancel anybody really. Talk shit. Like, like if, if I definitely, were definitely. some JD shit, you'd be like, yo, F you, bro. Take that I, yeah, off. I'd be like, that's kind of fucked, man. That's kind of fucked. You should take that off. No, no, no. No? No. Uh, I just want to see where the line is. You know? The line's there. Yeah, the yeah. line is I'll share my opinion. I'm not going to force you to do anything. <laughs> I'll say it's kind of fucked. Like if we did a document or a fucking podcast and you dressed the whole time as Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, that'd be hilarious, bro. I mean, this is weird. In your house alone? That's that's creepy. <laughs> that's so good. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> Anyways, okay, let's get into some of these, okay? Because these are juicy ass topics, and actually, a few people reached out to share their take on ah, there was something we did in an episode, a oh, nostalgia, really? nostalgia uh, making them feel sad. Yeah, they shared with you, not me. Yeah, I don't know. That's disrespectful. You can After call all this quiet promotion I've done. You want to call her up by name? <laughs> no, no. Put her on blast right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, uh, we, we talked about nostalgia and how I felt before. Honestly, something changed, man, when I had this, like, anxiety cure thing. Um, the, nostalgia used to make me feel sad. Mm. It did. Uh, which is the craziest, weirdest thing. Because it should make everyone happy. No. I think it's, it's weird. I think it's normal. sensation. What? I think, I think nostalgia could make a lot of people sad because what you're doing is you're reminiscing on the times that are no more. Yeah, but it shouldn't be like a bitter feeling. Maybe bittersweet, but like... Not bitter. Sweet not, not bitter. It's, it is a, it's a sweet sadness. It's kind of like, oh man, I would do anything to go back to those days. Yeah. You know, when, when you were as a kid, you had those... Whatever, you, there's always one summer. Oh yeah, no, I would do anything to be yeah. any age in uh, uh, back then, but I, I'd never be like sad. About, I don't know. I'd never be sad. I'd be like, ah, yeah, a life well lived, you know? Yeah, and that's I think that's the, the way you should. Yeah. And that's how I am now. Nice. But anyways, I just got that feedback. Um, okay, you ready? This is to get it. First one, the legalization of human cloning. Should it be legal mm-hmm. or allowed to clone somebody? Like uh, just skin and flesh or like uh, the whole personality, everything? Uh, let's go ahead. Am I using them for like spare organs? No, 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 no. You're cloning a human... To be a legit human, like function as a full uh, human. Um, to make okay, let's just word it in a way like you can uh, you can clone people like I don't know Abe Lincoln yeah, or Elon or Elon Steve Musk. Jobs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, I think it would be interesting. Genuinely, I, I think it would be interesting. I'd say here, here's a look. There's gonna be a lot of is there is there a lot of like legal shit with that? You, is there like a lot of like legal questions and stuff? Uh, there's ethical, moral, yeah. yeah. A lot of these things, this is, I'm, I know the beginning of this, okay? Um, a lot of people have this slippery slope mentality where they think if you allow one thing, then you got to be okay with all of it, you know? Like cloning people, I'm okay with cloning like the top 1% of people, but there's like 99% of people I really don't give a shit about cloning, you know? Well, that's the thing. It'd be man, nice to like call myself imagine, and like Elon and... Uh, imagine you know. we start... Are you in the 1%? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my life. Listen, imagine we started cloning <laughs> random people. Like this world would not only be overpopulated, but we'd be even more under... Is that a bald eagle? What the fuck? That's a bald eagle. That's actually a bald eagle. That's crazy. Flying high. Uh-uh. Man, we're in the city of Toronto. There's a bald eagle? Yeah. I've never seen that in the, my Just six circling, years. circling the buildings, looking for mice. Holy shit. Yes, yeah, full out bald eagle. Uh, anyway, he, he's stunned. Look, 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 he's American. Oh, look at him! Look at him! Just fly. You see? Look, look at them wings. I've never fly. seen someone. Holy shit! <laughs> man, I, it's I, a usually, bald man, I see city pigeons. You don't see yeah, yeah, yeah. It like that. That's like a Corvette <laughs> flying in the sky. Literally. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with uh, the top one percent and shit. Um, 
other people? No. Interesting. I would say, uh, mm, that's a, that's, I would probably agree actually, but I don't know if I'd agree with necessarily the top one percent, because there was this quote that was said by Elon Musk. Yeah. I've I've said it before, which is, uh, old like people don't change their mind; they just die. Yeah. So if we start cloning the top one percent, yeah, uh, we may be at a standstill. As much as we like to hate the generation below us and they did this and every generation hates the next generation. It's like, Oh, I love the next generation. I don't know about you guys, but I think I, I, I hate when people say, Oh, kids these days and shit like this, the new generation way smarter than you guys way going to live way longer. And I don't care if you don't think so, but they're also going to be way wiser yeah. and, and smarter. I don't but think, but, I don't but yeah, so. you're, you're right. I disagree. If, if we don't get these guys killed off, we're Jeez. not going to have any new ideas. Yeah, You got to have the fresh ideas. And as much as I like the younger generation pisses me off, I agree. Like they're bringing some new shit to the table. Well, it'd be nice to like run into your clone, you know, just dive yourself sick. up. You imagine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You imagine like what up? Here's the thing. So they shit. say they say there's seven people on this planet that look exactly like you. I can't wait to meet them. seven people. So a, a few years back, I did this video on um, uh, findmytwin.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or no, uh, another uh, site. Find my Tw- oh, twin strangers. Twin strangers. Twinstrangers.net. Okay, so what it is is it finds your face double or your doppelganger. Mm. And so I went on here and I decided to buy it because there's t- over 10 million people on this database. And the results I got were, were sort of looking like me. Like and big ass eyebrows. Can you message them? You can message them. But ha- has anyone met up? But you gotta see, like you gotta see how uncanny. Look at this. These are not sisters. Those are not sisters. Oh shit. Not yeah, sister. So he's on uh, twinstrangers.net. You'll get off work right now and just go on twinstrangers.net. Twinstrangers.net. Those are not, none of these people are sisters or related. They're just crazy. Isn't that wild? And so there's videos of them meeting. They're like, <laughs> see, that would be a sick social media I post. Think, maybe I'm going to do that. I might do that today. I think you should. I should, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just meet up with one of them. That'd be weird. We're just like, hi. Yeah. My name is Dan Sand. Oh, shit. My name is Dan, too. <laughs> Your name's Stan. I'm Dan. <laughs> stand down <laughs> I, I'm gonna do that um, anyway time. okay um, yeah clones next next one <laughs> uh, okay we're gonna do an ethical yeah yeah along yeah, the yeah. same vein okay yeah. the ethical issue of human gene editing okay playing God uh-huh you can already do this you can, you can, can have your kid have blue eyes if you want um, even like test tube babies you can make them you could choose the uh, the father. This is so hard. This is this is exceptionally it, it, it hard. It is first. Uh, yeah, and this yeah. is going to be uh, somewhat controversial. So, for any health issues, yeah, or development issues, uh, with gene editing, I think it's, it's already called uh, CRISPR. CRISPR. Yeah. So they can do it. I was going to say Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Saved you, bro. Yeah. I was like Frosty. <laughs> no, it's CRISPR. <laughs> um, Frosty. <laughs> They're both like fridge yeah, yeah, terms. Yeah, you know, frosty flakes. Um, yeah, so apparently <laughs> uh, they can already do this. Yeah, they can. And okay, so here, here's here's my problem. And with it's it, not right? that expensive either. It is not that expensive. How much is not expensive? 15 grand? Maybe even less. And you could control like... I'd pay 15 grand for blue eyes and no cancer. Oh, I, uh, I don't think you can control cancer. I think they can and they're just not letting people know. Because then you have a population issue, eh? You sell me 15 grand to edit any of my genes? Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I don't know if it's any of your genes. Yeah, yeah, like like blue eyes, make this guy tall. Yo, oh, you're f- right. CRISPR is a highly precise gene editing tool that is changing cancer research and treatment. 
Okay, so this is my problem, right? Cancer, shitty disease. No one wants to have cancer. But again, to that point, like maybe, oh, no, no, no. I say, population control. Yeah, population control. Same with world sure. hunger, man. Same. It's 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 the like the globe's natural way of balancing out. Not saying it's right or fair, but it is. Yeah. Like, but I say should be fine. Um, I would love to not have cancer ever. Um, Basically, what it allows you to do is you can edit the genomes by removing, adding, or altering sections of the DNA. Oof. Um, yo, get I yo I I'm I'm ready to pay fifteen grand to get rid of my back hair. What? <laughs> you don't think I'm gonna do, do fifteen grand for a couple of blue eyes? I think for the you most blue part, blue eye and a green eye on the other side. The idea would be to like rid your DNA of any later on development of of diseases. I think this is what they say, but there's no chance they can't do it all. I mean, yeah. Like at one point, if you can do one thing, why can't you do other things? You know what I mean? You just, yo, know, you just come out. I don't know. You're gonna have like some different parts from different genes. It's a, it's a very controversial thing, though, CRISPR. I've heard oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I think if you live, like, let's say you have no cancer or CRISPR or whatever, makes you live to like 150 to 200 years. That's so long, man. It is long, and I think we're gonna meet another problem down the line. Yeah. But I'm down to have that down the line, you know? I would love to live 150 years, 200 years. Really? Yeah, man. Cancer-free and shit. It, I mean, it, I With, would... Listen, I would if that's the status quo. But if if not, if I'm the only one, no chance. Everyone you've ever known and loved will die twice. Yeah. Twice. And, and, I, and I'm still out here with, I don't know, some big black dick and shit. Like, nah, I'm, nah, I'm, you're I'm Aiden, you're aging too. By the time you're 120, you're going to look like a moldy potato chip. Brother, the, my and, jeans will be so sick. And for the next 80 years, you're going to look like that. You want to look like a melting fucking blob of Rubik's Cube? With a big black dick, though. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, that's going to be melting, too. (laughs) Just gets bigger and bigger if it's melting. (laughs) Actually, they say uh, humans' ears and noses never stop growing. This is true. I can so imagine what you'd be at like age one ninety five, just <laughs> yeah. all nose, especially with an Arabic nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming, <laughs> <laughs> and the pores on the Arabic nose just get bigger and bigger yeah. progressively. Oh my god! You put a straw in there. <laughs> yeah. Ew. That's, just, that's disgusting. <laughs> Fucking tapioca balls. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting, man. Uh, okay, here's one. Yeah. Should space exploration be privatized? Oh, uh, like, uh, yo, this is all about Elon. This nah, crazy. this is also Virgin. Oh, Virgin, yeah. And yeah. Amazon. Um, should it all be privatized? Nah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Privatize, I don't know, government, everyone can join in. Reach. So, so you're saying it should, it, it should be privatized? Yeah, everyone can go everywhere. Yeah, I agree. That's Ooh, how are you going to control my access to space? No, I'm, I'm being on this planet just like you, bitch. Yeah. If I want to go to the moon, I'm going to go to the moon. I'm trying to be an astronaut attendant, you know? Yeah, imagine. Man, space you imagine yeah, that. I just came back from space. <laughs> Your trips would be like nine days. Then I couldn't upload, bro. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> I said Doha on the moon. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think it should be uh, privatized. Allow people to do what they want to get out there. You don't own... Well, they don't own fucking space, man. That's what pisses me off. You know what I hate? I hate these uh, little motherfuckers. Uh, especially sometimes woke motherfuckers that think like Elon going to space is a problem. They're like, oh, they just have a escape. Like they have like an escape plan. Yeah. How is going to space anyway an escape plan? First like, off, you I need like he he did a podcast where he said you need a million people 
If, if you want to populate, populate Mars yeah. and to, to create a sustainable culture, you need at least a million people. True. Could you imagine a million people on Mars? Mars is significantly smaller than Earth. Yeah, but it's just a million. That's true. It's easy, That's easy, true. easy million. Yeah. And, and like, so it's like you're not like fucking your cousins and shit. It's also so like disease has a chance to like maybe rid some people. Yeah, yeah. But like people are like, oh, it's like his escape plan and shit. Like, isn't it more dangerous to go to space? I'm escaping to where? Like, yeah, isn't it better off you here? Where is he going to get? There's no fucking uh, Whole Foods on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is he going to get his food? Like, Yeah, no, it makes sense. In order for an escape plan to be... Like, people love to talk out of their ass with conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an escape plan. How? Like, go through the logistics here. Like, yeah, it's the most dangerous thing you could do. 100%. I don't know. I would say. Um, Let's see. What else? Is cancel culture cyberbullying? Nah, it's not cyberbullying. And you know what? Here, I'm going to protect cancel culture because I know you're against it. I am too. Um, so but- don't, don't, don't fight for it. No, I still don't. Ha- I still don't understand the. Okay, so people are like, "Oh, it's my freedom to say whatever I want," right? Like you have a freedom to say whatever you want. Yeah. Right. What a freedom of speech. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not really. But don't they? Don't the people trying to cancel you also have the freedom of speech of saying whatever the fuck but they the, want about so, you and saying like, "I'm not going to support you because you said this." There's a difference. Like cancel culture in its maybe rooted form. Yeah, I could see being beneficial. The problem is it's expanded to cyberbullying, where you say something I don't agree with, I'm canceling you. I'm going to show receipts of this and that. It's like no, like just because we don't believe in the same thing doesn't mean you can cancel me. That's but why that's it's gotten their so dangerous. freedom of speech, though. But that shouldn't be allowed. That should not be allowed. Oh, so give me a more, uh, okay, more specific so, so, scenario. So you say something, yeah. and I go ahead and I profile it in my narrative to, to make you the, the, the villain. Yeah, let's say we're hanging out, and then um, yeah, I did nothing, uh, yeah. and then you say and I take sexually the, assaulted me. I take the, no, not even that. Like I'll just take the context of how okay. I absorbed it, totally morph it so I'm the victim, Yes, and then vilify you on social media. I, like, how is that fair? Like, you're never... I saw this recently on TikTok. Some girl went into this long story post about this date she did with a guy and how he was creepy and wanted to get high in the car. And then the guy saw the video. He's like, hey, guys, don't you know, like, I'm the guy in the video. And he shared his side. And I'm not saying his side's factual either. Yeah. What I'm saying is when you listen to both of their stories, there's one avenue of truth where you could see where both of them may have made a mistake. Okay, so let's say both of those people, the girl and the guy, both had businesses, mm. okay? Um and then in the beginning, we hear the girl's story and people are like, nah, I'm not going to buy anything from that guy anymore. Right? right. Is that fair? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. And then we hear the guy's story about the girl and then we're like, nah, I'm not going to support her business now. Is that fair? Absolutely not. No, man. What do you mean? How's that not fair? Like, it's it's still freedom of speech. That's not fair, man. You, why are you going to drive, as, as somebody has a following, okay? Yeah, yeah. It, there's... There's a lot of control you have as an influencer. Yes. Uh, to some capacity, people will listen to what you have to say. They'll either agree or disagree. But most of the time, they're going to try to hear you out if they like you or love you. Sure. Okay. So if I go on there and say, hey, guys, stop supporting Amar and his tea. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the reason why. One, two, three, four. He offended me. He did this and that. I guarantee you, a lot of people will go against you at that point. 100%. How is that fair? Me controlling that army against you? Because if I made a lie about you and people hate me because of that. It's yeah. it's fair for them to not support me. No, no, but but you didn't make a lie in this scenario. You're just are, are you making a lie? Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so if I didn't make a lie, it's a piece of shit move for you to say yes, that, yes. right? But it shouldn't not be there. 
Like I disagree, man. If you open the floodgates, this is the problem with people. Like humans naturally need some degree of limitation in certain aspects. Yeah, yeah. One of them is you can't freedom of speech is being tossed around so like all over the place. I can be so racist to you and that's just classified as freedom of speech? Not. No. Well, why not? Like in, in this situation. Yeah, okay. So watch this. Um I, I here's here's where we can agree. Let's say I'm going to just take sexual assault because I think it's like a it's a pretty big one. Um, if you say um, you were se- if a girl says about you, fucking that. Okay, if a girl says I sexually assaulted her, right, right, and then it comes out. Okay, first of all, innocent to proven guilty. Do we agree with this? Yeah, because it seems like in in our social world these days, it's guilty until yeah. proven innocent. Absolutely. Okay, um, and I should get. Huge consequences, let's say 15 years of jail if I did end up sexually assaulting her, right? If I didn't and she's making up that lie, could we agree that there should be Absolutely. a consequence for her yeah. 10, 15 100%. years? Of- Maybe not 10, 15 years, but that's where the whole defamation, we just saw this happen with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah, shout out Johnny. Like, shout out Johnny, my guy. Yeah, yeah. But like, this is this is the issue is that like you have people that come out and try to spin and she did an insanely big web yes. that, they, that they did a, whole month trial to untangle. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of somebody that used manipulation and attempting to label it as freedom of speech yeah. to create these out-of-context scenarios that made everybody hate Johnny Jett to the point that he lost money, his career took a huge... His hit. favorite role. Yeah. yeah. And so we look at that and like that was... The reason why that was such a big case was because she has to now pay all this money because you can't just run around running your mouth off and thinking that you're not going to get caught because freedom of speech. So I agree with you. This is not freedom of speech, right? But if you do something that I don't like, or, or I've said shit on this podcast, right? Um, and then people are like, nah, I don't want to support Amar because he said that. I have a freedom of speech of saying whatever I wanted to say, right. and it was nothing illegal, sure, right? But then they also have a freedom of choice of saying like, nah, I don't rock with this guy. Of course. I'm going to cancel this guy. No, 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 no. There's a difference between campaigning to cancel and just talking shit, right? Like, there's there's a difference there. Campaigning to cancel is me going on social media. It's, just, it's like and, a boycott. And making, and airing out my dirty laundry. Why does why does social media need to know that I that you pissed me off? Okay, so you're saying you need to have your a freedom to your own private conversations. You, yeah, absolutely. I mean, which which I, I could agree with. Yeah, I, right? I don't need, if you and I have a disagreement, why am I going to go online and just campaign and say, everyone hate Amar because he did this? That's okay, but like, let's say the LA Clippers guy who I think was like the first major cancellation, um, where he was going out with like his like uh, uh, black escort and then he called her the N-word or he called some people the N-word and stuff. And then the peop- like people started boycotting him as the owner of the LA Clippers and then he lost... Be, effectively, they canceled him to be the LA Clippers owner. Because, I agree with that. No, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Because there's different things here. So when you take things like racism, where it's going to massively skew how you treat a specific group of people. Yes. That's not freedom of speech. That's just a biased like, vilification. Oh, you're saying it's no longer one-on-one. That's like one versus the whole community. That's just, that's and just, that whole community can cancel you. And right I don't right. think that's necessarily freedom of speech rather than that's just a toxic... Yes, cyberbullying. I mean, bullying in general. Like, to, for him to come out as a racist behind closed doors, like that says more about him as a person. Yeah. So, like, I like I agree with these cancellations. 
Like that, that's a I legitimate agree. No, cancellation. No, yeah, and I that's agree. The thing. I agree. Cancellations make sense at its root form. Yes. The problem is now the left have ran with it. Yeah, yeah. And they, they use it for any small inconvenience in their life where yes. it's like, you did this to me. Any disagreement. You're, yeah, you're canceled. Uh, you say this, uh, you're canceled. That's not how this shit works. Yeah. You can campaign to cancel somebody like Harvey Weinstein. Yes. You don't cancel the campaign someone that doesn't like the same color as you. Yeah, or up here in Canada, we need to use fossil fuels to hit our home. Yeah. And we get canceled. Yeah. Damn. All right, I, I guess we kind of agree. <laughs> we do. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah. What a good feeling, eh? <laughs> okay, here's one. Uh, is violence inherent to humans? So are some people born evil? Oh, yeah. Are some people born kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. These, remember the motherfucker in high school who had like a hit list, or like a kill list? You don't think nature over nurture, you know? No, a little bit of both, but th there's a motherfucker... <laughs> You had a whole kill list, bro. Yeah, that was fucked. Yeah, yeah you're just trying to talk about it because you know you're on the kill list. No, I, 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 mean, I didn't even knew the <laughs> yeah, kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although my good, my like my best friend Adrian was like number was two on the list. <laughs> That's fucked, man. Like that was before all of the the real mass shootings in the states. Yeah. And now when we look back at it, like fuck, that bro. If I'm telling you, if 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 Streetsville Secondary School was in the United States of America, I promise you, a man like Dan. And his friend Adrian would have got shot. Me? No. Well, you would have been with Adrian skateboarding, and this guy probably hates Listen, all skateboarders. The, these, you would have got shot. No, these lists, like the list in this particular case with this kid was. Uh, Bro, he, it was etched pretty hard. Yeah, it, into was. The notebook. It, it, it was. It was messed up. There's no. I even remember hearing it at the time, going like, "That's messed up." He just. Like, <laughs> you know who number one was? No. Demir. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> He's number one. So. When I, when I got wind that my best friend was like number two in this list, I was yeah, like, buddy, I started looking going like, why are you so high up in this list? Damn. And it was just like, I guess his humor was a little bit overly aggressive with this particular individual that and the kid was sensitive. Yo, Achilles is crazy, but um, that, that was yeah, so, so I do think there are some people that are just like, it is uh, seemingly uncurable, their, Evil. their want for... Um, hatred of people, evil, um, you know, I think uh, even like sociopathicness and psychopath and shit like this. It's a real definitely thing. like mental, there is a mental play to it. I don't think that if someone's evil, they're forever evil. Yeah. Because like you see people like, um, I, w I went to the Museum of Tolerance in mm. LA. Nice. And they had this really interesting speaker and it was basically uh, this one guy and this ex-Aryan uh, Brotherhood Okay. Member. Yeah. And back when they were both teenagers, this guy, I think he was gay, uh, and was walking home through an alley, and the Aryan Brotherhood guys all beat him up to the point that he almost died. Now, these guys are best friends, and this guy's no longer a part of that community. He was able to, like, see from the other side to say, wow, that's really messed up. In fact, there's a show on Netflix um, that talks to a former, uh, what's that, uh, QAnon? Oh, yeah, yeah, QAnon. And so she basically, when the, when COVID was happening, went to Target and ripped off all the masks saying, fuck this, you can't make us wear masks and all this. And and she actually, when they interview her and saying, like, she's so aware of the other side that she was brainwashed. Oof. It's really interesting to see because they've got video footage of her saying, you can't make me take this vaccine, this and that. And then they interview her and she's like, I can't believe, like, this is why I did this. My husband left me because of this. Like, yeah. It's like they got some sort of clarity. It's weird. I remember, like... Um, so obviously on the airplane, you have a lot of time to think by yourself. And I don't know what, why one time I was thinking like, why, let's say 
let's say, uh, you know, overseas, there's like so many, like, let's say there's like terrorism. It's not even so much. It's, it's like, but there's terrorism, right? Mm. And in the United States, I was like, wait, but the United States is messed up too because they have like school shooters and stuff. So like, what's like the same thing between school shooters and like terrorists? And to me, it's like, if you don't have purpose in life, man, you're so easily brainwashed. I agree. If you don't have like I, that's friends a good point. I and agree. like a, yeah. a sense of community and a sense of belonging. It's because you have no, you have nothing to fall back on. There's no backbone. You don't know who you are. Yeah. Cause I, I remember hearing so many stories of like some terrorists in like, not even terrorists, but like just, I guess in this case it would be like criminals, but they were like blowing themselves up um, in Iraq. And it was, this is how they get you. They, they go into, they go to like a poor neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they go after someone and they say, not religiously motivated at all, but they say like, you know, hey, uh, we know your mom has like, let's say cancer or whatever, and you need these $10,000 for her surgery or whatever, cure or whatever. Um, and you do anything for your mom, right? And like, yeah, yeah, of course I do anything for my mom. And like, they're like people without purpose, people right. without jobs, right. people without uh, means to help their parents. And then they take them and they get them to do like little jobs for them, like just small little Small time crime. Like petty crime? Okay. And then after a while, they say, hey, we have the $10,000. You do this final thing. You're willing to die for your mom. Um, just do this one thing and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll give your mom the money. And then they go and kill themselves, blow themselves up in the name for, like, for, her, for, for their mom. Yeah. Not yeah. religiously motivated at all. And then they don't even give money to the mom. Brainwashing is a real thing. And this happens in school shootings too, or like some whatever incels it's, it's, and shit. It's so deep rooted. Like it's tricky to say why somebody did one thing, but I would agree. Like a lot of the time, I think there's a a good chance that it's a degree of alienation or they're broken. Yeah. Like they feel broken. There's no support system. And I see this a lot in, you can see it in a very service level. If you know somebody that is big in conspiracy theories. Yes. The reason these people are so attached is because factually... It's a conspiracy theory because there is nothing contesting it and there is stuff for it. Like, mm-hmm. the, both sides have valid points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's something that you can't really ever get a justification for. Yeah. For an example, the age-old one of, like, 9-11. Mm-hmm. This is a big one for these guys where it's like, was it an inside job or was it a legit terrorist attack? Yeah. And what they do is they've dissected this so much that they're like, that would never happen. This would always happen. That, does, that could never be a thing. This always... That... They feel like they're intelligent because they're that yes. contrarianism is not wisdom, right? Yes, they, yes, yes, they, yes. they take it as wisdom yeah. by saying, you know, I'm it, not a sheep, I'm awake. Yeah, like if the whole group likes something, this is what's so annoying about these people is that they will always say, well, you know, I don't really like it because of this or, or yeah. that, and and it's just it's so annoying. And you'll see a lot in conspiracy theories, and they go into that cult like behavior where it's like us versus the world, and it's yeah. like a, the underdog story, and we got to prove ourselves right and all this. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, okay, how about this one? Um, let's see. Is there a point of no return in character development? Go, uh, For an example, yeah. um, let's take something horrible. Let's say you were to murder somebody. Yeah. Uh, is that Have you gone too far now for you to be changed as a person? Ooh, I tend towards the answer of, no, you're not too far gone because this also stems from my... If, uh, you know, once a cheater, not always a cheater. I do think someone could cheat once and learn a severe lesson in, a, in the worst shitty way and then not cheat ever again. Interesting. Um, 
And I think, oh, yeah, but I don't know if if I was a murderer, it would be very hard for me to not recommit. Just you speaking, said some fucked up shit. Today. I, 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 no, I understand. I'm just <laughs> you got to justify this. No, there's no justification. It's just like we all know. Okay, uh, let me ask you. We then. all know it's let a hard ask. line to cross. Right? Let me ask you, what's the difference? I mean, massive difference, but yeah. like, let's just take the situation of cheating. Yeah. Killing and, someone. And killing someone, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're you're saying when you kill somebody once, you've crossed a massive line. Play Rihanna, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay, so you've crossed a massive line. Yeah. With cheating, would you not say you crossed a massive line in the first time you do it? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, look, I, what I'm saying is, I wouldn't know if I would recommit as a cheater. If I cheat once, I wouldn't know if I were to recommit. I would think not. So why would murder be but any then, less? I don't know. Why, I mean, I have no experience, but I'm saying I. it's weird because I believe like in murder that like, I believe in murder. Uh, People are going to slice I, this I, up. Yeah, yeah. I believe like when, like when someone murders someone, it's a hard line to cross and you just become this like, I don't know. It just, you feel like life's over. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, so you're feeling like you've already committed the worst thing. So like, you might as well just keep going. Yeah. I, I don't know. I do believe there's like that human nature in us that, that we have that type of thinking. Unless maybe it's like a, rever- a revenge kill. Then it'd be like, okay, well, I just need that guy done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, you're asking me questions. I, I'm out here. Answer. No, you are. You're, you you're, you're doing great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, let's try to. I've f- committed myself to so many crimes today. Okay, how about this? Oh, here's some here's some good ones, okay? These are controversial relationship debate topics. Okay. Bad killer. <laughs> okay. Uh, exes can just be friends. Yeah. I would say yeah. Yeah. But it's a heavy yes, but... Or it's a hard yes. It's a hard yes. I would hard. agree. I would yeah. agree. In very... Like a difficult yes. Very few circumstances would I say yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, never, like... And both people but it's need always to be fucking weird, very man. mature. Yeah, it's always fucking weird. I'm sorry. Like I knew, so I I knew this girl on the East Coast. I did yeah. a series once, and she was best friends mm. with her ex husband. Oof! And her ex husband would come over while her new like boyfriends were there, and like, I'm like, what the f-? like? Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say these are the two tactics for this to happen. And I don't know if you disagree or agree, but. For this to happen, you need the two tactics. Either it is so outright in like in the open that you guys used to date, or not a single soul knows anything happened between you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's it's true. either it's one or it's the one other. One or the other, and yeah, it's tricky, man. Because like I, I can tell you right now, if I'm seeing someone or dating someone, and they're like best friends with their ex. Yeah, like not a single soul. No, not, but, but like let's say people know it was it was apparent, like. That would, I, me as a person, I know this could change, but like, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Why the fuck would I want you to be best friends with someone that you were just slamming? Yeah. Or like at least, or on a deeper level, had like a romantic connection with. At one point, this was your person. Nah, but that could change, man. It can change. It could change. Like, but if you nah, keep them in the circle. Why the hell was I with them anyway? You know? Nah, so, okay, so then what you're saying is there's got to be a layer of bitterness. Of course. Like, it didn't work out for a reason. I know, but, but we're, okay. So you're, they're just going to talk shit about their friend? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it needs to be, like, I'm sure this friend, best friends with the ex-husband or whatever, you know. Well, it's usually also when children are involved. I think that's a good move to still be friends. Or maybe uh, Yeah, friendly. that's a like co-parenting type of thing. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard. That is, that's a good point, though. 
It's hard. That is a good point. Um, okay, let's try this one. Um, no fault divorces should be prohibited. So they're saying divorce procedures should be made more complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives yeah. them so allow them more time to think it through before the final decision is given. Um, and should they be able to provide confirmation to their accusations? I do think. I, I think, I man. Know, I think divorce. Listen, I think two things. I think yeah. marriage is too easy. Yeah, like to make it happen. Not that it's it, it is easy. Yeah. And I think divorce is too easy to make it end. Is it actually too easy? I think you have to like live, be separated for like a year here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. regardless, like, the, like, why are divorce rates fifty percent? Like, that's I think the first question. That's fucking high. Every other person is getting divorced. Yeah. Does that not give you like a lack of hope in in love or romance? Yo, racistly, I was like, nah. It's just the uh, it's just the older white people. Okay. Very recently, I've realized not. Nah, it ain't this. Ain't, this is no color no, to it. Absolutely, this not. is Arabs are divorcing. Friggin' brown people are divorcing. Everyone, not friggin' brown. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone. Like, yeah, like it's, it's the adjective before the right, right, before the color. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think it's like here. I've talked about this before briefly, and I'm just gonna touch on it lightly. I saw a sham wedding happen on social media. Yeah. Uh, over the summer, the reason I say it's sham is because there was a lot of shit going on behind the scenes, yeah. with with the, the people getting married, in in terms of hooking up with others, so, like just other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And when I saw this, I literally like laughed myself in disgust. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, why are you going through with this? Like, what what is the point? Unless I'm missing something, I must be missing something. Yeah, like, no, it makes no the, sense. But why? What would you like? How would you make divorce harder? You just say it's like not prohibited. Like I don't. No, no. no. You, listen, at, in a lot of cases, I think divorce is necessary. Yeah. So a lot of those fifty percent, I don't think that they were just like, oh, let's just break up. I think a lot of the time people have this front and they keep the front for two, three, four years. Yes. They get married under that front, and then Thinking what happens? Going to be more stable. Yeah. And then what happens is real life gets hard. Marriage gets hard. Yes. Maintaining a partner and their needs gets hard. And so you get bitter and resentful towards each other that you start to do things that are not in their best interest. And then you start having kids together. Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, I'm like, I could see why divorce is necessary. You got to get those two people away from each other. Yeah. Because they're better off. Everybody's better off when you guys aren't together. Um, Except for kids, man. No, I, like, I disagree. I think... Uh, really, having kids? Uh, and I think having kids... If Man, there's a lot of abusive relationships that need to be separated. For sure. But a lot of times... I want to. I want to say this is a for sure stat. It's like the number one thing you can do for a kid is to have two parents in that household. Oh, I I would agree, but but two healthy parents. Two healthy parents. Like like, what's yeah. the point of having a kid like look up to a toxic relationship, thinking that's what's normal? Yeah. So like an alcoholic parent or something. Yeah. Um. But how would you make it harder? I, don't, I still don't understand. Like, how I don't. I don't necessarily know how you make it harder. <laughs> you know, like you had to do like a test or some like shit. not prohibit like. To prohibit, like, should there be a judge that's like, nah, this seems like bullshit. Yeah, like work on work it out. But then again, like you're just gonna have no, like you can't force people to stay together. So no, I don't, I, I don't know. But maybe that's a good thing to force them to stay together. You can't, you can't. No, force. no, no, no. I hate that type of thinking so much. Oh my god, man. Okay, let's walk me through this. Walk I, me through this. I, I'm listen, I'm, I'm with somebody. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we're not getting along. Yeah, force me to stay with them. Tell me how. Ah, it gets better, bro. Don't worry. 
me and my <laughs> wife. No, I was like, <laughs> is this fucking guy? <laughs> like the worst advice. <laughs> Just say, nah, it's gonna be fine, and then like turn it about yourself. No. Um, I, look, I. But no, give me a scenario where you can force me to stay with someone I no no longer love. No, I'm not gonna be in this line of work, right? But I do know that um, that every relationship, specifically around year seven, year eight, okay, has a little dip. In, in in things and then you start maybe like hating each other or not even hating each other but like detesting each other and all this which is probably a bigger word um, <laughs> and, then, and after a year or two you know it, it genuinely does get better I do think there's like a cycle to to love I've seen it with my own um, with my own parents with other parents like I've seen a lot of like cycles of love where like for 10 years, sure, sure, year seven, sure. year eight. And there's a lot of breakups that happen in year seven, year of eight. Of course. And maybe they just need to work on, on their own. Like, Okay, for, okay take know? me through this though. Okay, oh, okay so, so I come to you as whatever this new job is. And I say, look, we've been married for seven years. Things aren't going. I just, we, I feel like we don't love each other the same anymore. Yeah, first of all, how'd you hear about my practice? Facebook, <laughs> uh, Google. Actually, it was a radio Instagram ad. Instagram ad. <laughs> it was a radio ad. Yeah. Um, so what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I, I'm married to this this great girl, but yeah. like we just, you know, we're just not connecting anymore. I just feel like the love is faded. Sure. Do you think, uh, it, not do you think, I believe there's probably something, uh, some work that you could do. Sure. Uh, first of all, do you have kids? Uh, yeah, five. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. I, I really wouldn't go through this divorce. First of well, all, you, you can't say. spit your opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's my opinion. You came to me for my opinion, right? I would really start to uh, have a really good uh, uh, psychotherapist, okay? I think you should go to therapy to kind of see what we can do for yourself first. Okay, a lot sure. Of, a lot of these, no, genuinely, a lot of these divorces are a lot about, like, self-work. Sir. You, you got to do your own work. We've gone to couples therapy. And you were both interested and willing to help yourselves out? Yeah. And nothing happened? Not really. Who'd you go to? Uh, Doug Bernstein over there. Doug Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. Look, uh, look. I'm not gonna say like forcing is obviously. That's what I mean. Force it. You cannot. You step. cannot force anybody. You cannot force. But can you agree with me that you can change people to 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 like each other again? Let me tell you this, okay? As somebody that has gone, can you agree? Can you can you give me that? I'm not gonna force you. No, I I listen. As somebody that's gone through couples therapy before, yeah. and I have, and I'll yeah. admit that now. I don't think I've ever admitted that. Um. It's tough. It is not an easy thing. And nor should it be. Because you go in there and the way it works is they talk to you for like 15 and then they talk to your partner for 15. And the rule is you can't... Doesn't sound tough. 15 minutes? Not so much. No, man. It's an hour and a half. They go back and forth. Good. So what happens is the whole point is they want to talk to them, get their take on it, and then bring it back to you. Yeah. Okay, fair. The exercises that this therapist had us do was send emails to each other but never address them in person. Okay. So you'd be like, hey, I just want to let you know you look really good today, whatever. But never address them in person. Interesting. Very bizarre, slightly uncomfortable thing. Yeah, a little experimental. And we were willing to try it, but it was just like one of these things where I'm like, when, when your heart's not in it, your heart's not in it. Yeah, but, I, I, but your heart was in it before, and now it's not in it. So your Growing heart, up, hold on, so your heart has changed. So why can't we change your heart from not in it to in it? It's, it you can. It's sort of a one-way street, though. Like, with with failed or... No, nah, that type of thinking, 
makes you makes it a one way street because you're giving it for sure. Listen, it's not a one way street, but it's a street that is directing in one way, and like you can go the other way, but it's it's harder to go the other way. For an example, sure, it's easy. The natural progression of relationship is you discover each other, and you have the same interests, and it's fun, and it's new, and that's great. Yes, and then eventually it sort of gets old. Right, no. and you you know everything about them. There's no more surprises. There's no more more injection of mystery. Yeah, because you know it all. Um, your heart then builds resentment towards this person. They breathe too loud. They're chewing with their mouth open. Whatever they snore. To to get rid of that is very difficult because you cannot go back to the mysterious person that you once knew. So yeah. How, so unless you romanticize these new things in a weird way, I agree. You probably can. Um, it's hard to do. Like resentment is is like a cancer. It's so fucking hard to get rid of that. It is. Especially when you're still around that person all the time. It is, yeah. Because you get to consciously make a decision to say, hey, yeah, so, uh, you know, that's actually not going to bother me anymore. You're you're, you're breathing out of your mouth that loud? It's not going to bother me anymore. It has for the past three years. Man, people just, I I know, when you're like in breakup mode, it's like the way they eat a Tostito friggin' sends you through the roof. Um, (laughs) But <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, like, like, like 100%. The little shit. hundred percent. Like the way they put their hand on their steering wheel, like, fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. I think just people need to understand how fragile all relationships are: brothers, sisters, uh, husband and wife, mom and dad. You know, it's like all these relationships are so fragile, and you need to continue to do the work, and you should not stop doing the work of of continuing this relationship. You know. Because that's the problem. A lot of people get I agree. dull. I agree, but it is, it's a mentality thing. I think a lot of people go into relationships thinking, this is fun, this is cool. Like, like, honest to God, man, I look at people that are married, and this is just from the other extreme, and I'll say I'm on the other extreme. I look at people that get married so young, and I go, damn. Like, is it that easy? Because for me, the, the threshold for me to get married is insanely high that sometimes I legitimately think, maybe I'll never either find someone that'll meet those things, like yeah. needs, or... Will I ever get to a point that marriage seems like the ultimate decision? Yeah, because I think maybe our way, I'm speaking for you here, but I think our way of thinking is like we need to find a perfect person. And I do believe that we're psyching ourselves out and the perfection is in the growth with the person. Yes, yes. That's the perfection. I'd agree. So, Anyway, man. Uh, I was way better off answering murderer stories. Yeah, but too, too good. Uh, okay, guys, those are some controversial things. And of course, if you have other hot takes, please like feel free to hit us up in the DMs because you guys have recently, and it's, it's a pretty interesting conversation. Yeah, let me incriminate myself a little further. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. We love you. Later. I said, Alex is a sculptor and Olivia's been a vegan since 10.